Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Scott, I feel like I open up with the word Scott. Yeah, uh-huh. usually it's it's Scott, we're rolling, or we're recording. We are recording. We are. Oh, what oh, is uh, that? That was supposed to be the Harry Potter theme song, but oh, I gosh. screwed it up. You did. That was under pressure. I just, by myself, and yeah, okay. Welcome, everybody, to Wizard vs. Jedi. I'm Andrew Baxter. I'm here with Scott Clausen, my co-host. Apparently, we're both struggling today. Scott, tell everyone what you're holding in your hand right now. I am holding the Elder Wand. The Elder Wand. The. The only one. I mean, yes. I figured... If you're going to have a wand, you need to have the other wand. And I Created went and collected it. Created by death it. itself. He it, it was. He, or is that I'm, a himself? I don't know. Can I call it? Can I call the wand a he? I don't know. Does it have mm. a gender? I, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. That's going to make some people mad. But yes, it. I have the other wand and I feel pretty powerful right now. I've been working on my own wand. I could have <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Who are you mimicking there? Can it's you- supposed to be... Voldemort, but which I Voldemort. did. Oh, I did look okay. it up. Yes, you were correct. Yeah. It is without the T. Now in the movies, I believe they still say it with a T, Boo. other than the fourth movie. But Boo. J.K. Rowling said the T is silent, so it is Voldemort. Well, there you go. Yeah. What more do you need to know? I mean, You've been saying it wrong your whole life. You know, she spelled it wrong. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know about that. Tom no. Riddle. I know. She had to make it work. Yes. But she thought all this Tom Marvolo riddle. Mar-Volo. There you go. Marvolo. Yeah. Marvolo. Yeah. Marshmallow. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's another Harry Potter episode, guys. It is. Are you excited, Scott? Uh, you you, know, you always, have a look in your eye. I'm always excited about right Harry now. Potter. Yes. And I feel like I said we're going to tick some people off last week. I haven't gotten any hate mail. Maybe that's because nobody listens that's to us. That's what I was about to say. It's maybe not necessarily because we didn't take anybody off. It's because nobody listened. But I think it's possible. if anybody listens, this one's going to tick them off more than last week. Well, potentially. Potentially. The, the topic, the the headline of Dumbledore. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Dumbledore, hero or villain. Dun, dun, dun. And, I mean, it's it's up for debate. I feel like we need one of the, oh man, the magical newspapers with Dumbledore's picture on it. That would be great. Looking kind of bewildered and a little bit confused. I I think we need his portrait from the headmaster's office. Yeah, but it would be sleeping. Well, it doesn't always sleep. But most of the time. Well, he's old. Yes. He's very old. How old is Voldemort? Uh, Not Voldemort. (laughs) Dumbledore. How old is Dumbledore? I don't remember specifically. He's over 100 years old. Yeah, he's old. I think that's right. We're going to have to Google this. We we can't have this podcast and then get this wrong. So hold on. Dumbledore. I will now age. stall while Scott looks something up on his phone. Hello, everyone. About Welcome. 150 okay. years old. Wow, that was fast. I'm quick. Yeah. That was fast. Yeah. About 150 years old. Hmm. So he's old. Okay. And, oh, wow. man, I had another thought and I already forgot it. Just you know, one? This is, this is, yeah. Yeah, I had something specific that I was going to say. Something specific. And I don't know anymore. Maybe it'll come back to me. 
Right now, I'm just going to keep working on my Avada Kedavra. <laughs> <laughs> How many more times are you going to do that? Until you die. <laughs> That's kind of morbid. It I don't was, know. a little bit. It, the spell's not working. I'm just working on the spell, man. Okay. <laughs> Is it, I think that's a spell you have to completely commit to. Yeah, I'm I'm not committed. You apparently. can't be half hearted with with one of those. Yeah, I'm just not a murderer. Curses. I'm not a murderer. That's good to know. Yeah, just don't check under my house. <laughs> <laughs> we started today off a little uh, interesting, haven't we? Yes. Now the big idea of this episode for today is is Dumbledore. We're going to use a similar platform we did last time. Today we will discuss whether Dumbledore is a hero or a villain in the Harry Potter stories. That's That was going to be my thought. I was going to say, I went in thinking one thing, and after doing my research, I came out thinking a little differently. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and begin with segment number one. All right. What is a hero and a villain, Scott? So, yes, we went over this last time for Snape. Snape. <laughs> So we're we're gonna do it again. I mean, we're just this time we have the lens of Dumbledore. Is the E silent? Can I be Dumbledorely? Dumbledore? It's already silent. I know. I, I want. I didn't want it to be silent. I want it to be Dumbledore. No. Oh, okay. Gosh. All right. What's his whole name? Do we need to say his oh, whole name? Or like Brian Wolfric Albus? No. Alp. Yeah, it's something long. It's like five or six names, or it's very long. I know there's Wolfric in there and Brian yeah. and Albus. Albus. Something Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Yeah, it, it's I feel a long like I'm name. missing one. It's a long name. While you go over the hero, the hero, I'm gonna look it okay, up. Okay, folks, he's gonna look it up again with his super speed, super speed. That needs to be a stinger. All right, Albus Percival Wolfric Percival. Byron Dumbledore. Byron. So I thought it was Brian. Brian. Uh, did I say Brian? You said Byron. Brian Dumbledore. Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian. B Ryan. All right. What is a hero? And we looked it up on Merriam-Webster, and I feel like I've added a few things, a few notes that I have about a hero. Is a hero can have flaws. Yes, absolutely. He or she does not have to be perfect. A hero makes a significant positive impact on the life of a character in the story. That's my definition of a hero. However, we do have a Merriam-Webster definition. I want to go over these a little more quickly than we did, say, last episode. Yes. So if you want a, a more thorough Discussion. There was a word there. My my mind is just stopping. Discussion works. Okay. Study. Fine. Anyway, I, sometimes I feel like my mind is like one of those old school hard drives that just stops spinning at some point. Did you ever have a hard drive do that? Oh yeah. It would just stop and then it, it would did. pick up again and stop. Yeah, it would drive me crazy. Anyway, I feel like my brain my brain is like dial up internet. So. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes a little while to get going. And then a phone call comes in. 56K. There it goes. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you're too young. Google it. Yeah. Or watch an old movie where they had to use dial-up internet. Oh. Would it be um, You Got Mail? Did they use dial-up internet? I you think got they mail? did. I think they might have. Yeah. That's a good old classic. There we go. Does that a love story? Does that love story work for you? We, yeah. Okay. We talked War about- Games. That's a really good one. Seen actually, games. You haven't seen... Okay, we've got to watch that one. All Let's right, move a on. A hero. hero, a mythological or legendary figure, often of divine descent, endowed with great strength or ability. I don't think that one fits. Nope. This is all under number one. That was 1A, 1B, an illustrious warrior. No. Not really. Although he does have some... Dumbledore does have some good 
chops as a fighter. He does. I don't like the word warrior. I think that's my yes. problem with it. C, 1C, a person admired for achievements and noble qualities. And and he could definitely fit there. Absolutely. I personally don't like yeah. the definition. Why? I don't think it fits hero to me. I mean, that, that, okay. that almost, that encompasses too many people. 1D, one who shows great courage. Yes and no here. Yes and no. Really? Yeah. You're going to equivocate on me. I mean, he, he absolutely shows great courage at points. Maybe not all the time. Well, you know, and I don't think it has to be all the time, but the times he's not showing courage, I, don't, I, wouldn't even, I shouldn't even say, I don't know. It's not that he's not showing courage. Let's let's just keep going. Yes Moving and no. on. Number two, this is two. Two A, the principal character in a literary or dramatic work used specifically of a principal male character, especially when contrasted with a heroine. See, and we said that's, that's definitely Harry Potter. That's got to be Harry Potter in the Harry Potter story. It's got his name on yeah. the front. This is 2B, the central figure in an event, period, or movement. Don't think that really qualifies no. for old Brian. Although... I should call him Brian from now on. He, uh, Percival. Could we, could, we, could we say potentially he was the one... I don't know if we called it a movement, event, period. I don't know, but... Dumbledore's Army. He was... Well, he's Dumbledore's Army, but I was even thinking... He's the one who really gave the push that Voldemort is back. Yes. He was the one of the strongest voices. Yes. He's, he sacrificed that. his his name for that. Right. His he reputation. Yeah. So uh, and maybe, maybe somewhat there. Finally. Oh, was that it? Let's see. Submarine. No, definitely not no, submarine. An object of extreme right. admiration and Number devotion. Four. Number four. But it also has the colon and says... Idol. idol. And mm-hmm. I think that's a better... Uh, yeah, idol. I don't like hero. My that. hero. Something. Somebody's my hero. You might say that. Yeah. Someone I might see. say, someone is my hero. So-and-so is my hero. Yes. And and in that fashion... That smiles is Scott's hero. Absolutely not. And especially now. I mean, you've seen, he's gotten fired. I know. We're, we're going off topic. So, yeah. But, he but I just know, I know how much not. you dislike... I Before all that him. came out recently, oh, yeah. no, it hasn't. Yeah. I know how much you have always disliked Les Miles. I have more reason to dislike him now. I hate him... Since I hate it, I disliked him because of his football coaching ability. Right now, and any now, yeah. okay. Or shall we say, the kid Anakin is your hero. Oh no, Jar Jar you know Binks what? is your hero. No, I was about, I about jumped into it. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I almost got you. Yeah, I almost, but no, I almost no. baited him in. Very cool. Let's move on to villain definition of a villain. Number one, a character in a story or play who opposes the hero. I don't think that qualifies. I don't. I don't think so either. No. A deliberate number two, a deliberate scoundrel or criminal. No. Although he does do some criminal activities sometimes. Technically, he, he does, but so does Harry Potter. Does that make him less of a hero? I don't know. No, I don't think it does. The question it then doesn't. is become it becomes, are the people making the laws making good laws? And I think in this case. When Dumbledore say, for example, escapes the aurors, aurors. That's always been a hard word for me to say. Aurors, aurors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My southern comes out right there, y'all. Yeah, that kind of sounded like I'm not gonna say that. She'll get mad at me. They don't, don't do anything to make anybody mad, Scott. Yeah. We're family friendly. We're trying to be make everybody happy. You know, and we've only got a few listeners. I don't want to put them off. <laughs> I know. So we can't lose any. <laughs> anyway, a deliberate scoundrel or a criminal. 
Although I do think he is a criminal for a while. He's wanted. Dumbledore is a wanted man for a while. Moving on. Yeah. Before, I think it's really before the Minister of Magic admits the fact that Voldemort is back. Yes. But he's not a legitimate criminal. He is defined as a criminal, but I would say falsely accused. Yes. So I agree. Yeah. Number three, one blamed for a particular evil or difficulty. If we're going to call Dumbledore a villain, I would say this one fits the most. And I don't think it fits. I'm not saying that. But if we're going to call him a villain, I think this is the one that fits. Okay. An uncouth villain. I don't even know what that is. Number four says villain. I don't know. Moving on. Different spelling, I think. I guess, yes. Number five, an uncouth person or a boar. No, no. Nope. He's a very couth. He's he is. a couth guy. He is. I think he's, he's he's a little quirky. He's very polite, though. Yeah, but I think I would enjoy eating dinner with him. Absolutely. I wouldn't want to hang out with him all the time. He's a little too bizarre for me, but... Yeah. An old guy who gives out candy is still just not as... Doesn't go over as quite as well nowadays. No, no. But when he's the headmaster of your school, it's a little different. That's true. We have looked at the definitions of hero and villain again. Now I believe it's time to move to segment number two. And this is if we this is where we would stop and take a break and for an advertisement if we actually had advertisements. So Scott, would you like to do a little advertisement right well, now I, for something? I was trying to come up with something real quick. No, I can't. I can't. I'm not. What am I wearing? You. I. No, I got I nothing. Can't even really tell. I got nothing. I. You know, every once in a while I can come up with something real quick, and this time it just didn't. It didn't. This is the place where we tell you to go buy something. The end. The Moving Harry on Potter to. Books. <laughs> yes, do that. Do that. Go buy those. If you haven't read them, read them. Don't stop this podcast. Finish the episode first. I won't say that again. But you're learning. Read them. If you're if you're taking the movies as canon, you were incorrect. Okay. Very cool. And let's look at our evidence from the books and movies. Scott, I want yes. you to lead this off. You've done a little bit more homework on this one. I have. I have. So I think first let's look at let's look at his hero moments, right? I mean, hero he's, moments, he's got some I'm ready. If and, and I say hero hero moments, I guess maybe we should say more positive moments, but I'll I'll call them hero moments for the sake of today. He didn't care what people thought of him and tried to alert the wizarding world of Voldemort's return. And we we talked we touched on that just a second ago. Right? I Something mean, that, that takes great courage. Yeah. I mean, I mean especially it's not just telling people Voldemort's back. It's the fact that he knows people are going to even though people are calling him a liar, calling him loony, I mean really hurting his name, demanding his resignation yeah. from from Hogwarts. He stood up for what he knew was right. Yeah. For the sake of the wizarding world. I mean that's that's huge. The fact that he went toe-to-toe with Voldemort. I mean, he's one of the yeah. few who actually could go toe-to-toe with Voldemort and... Survive. Survive, yeah. And and, and Voldemort's That's a great book. That's a great book. The it Secrets is. of the Book. It is. Doesn't play as well, quite as well, I thought. Although it's been a while since I watched it, so I'm going to have to go back and watch it. To me, that sequence in the Ministry of Magic does not play quite as well in the film as it does in the book. So I could be wrong on this, but I would challenge you to say... Go read the sequence in the book and then watch it in the movie. Okay. Because I remember recently I read it in the book. And I did not watch the movie after. I don't, actually, in fact, I don't think I've watched the movie since. But 
I thought, okay, I think the movie matches up a little bit better the book than I remembered. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm willing to give it another shot. And I, I will say, I think that part in the movie after when Harry is, for lack of a better word, not possessed. I mean, yeah, Voldemort possesses him. Yeah, or Voldemort. Yeah, that's very powerful. When he's mm-hmm. seeing the flash, that that's really well done. But okay, I digress. That's what this whole podcast is about. It is. It is. I'm okay with it. It's fun. He told Harry about the Horcruxes and taught him about Tom Riddle's past. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to add a little bit on this under the villainous side. Villainous. So we've got more there, but yeah. But uh, well, he, he figured out the Horcruxes. He figured out the issue, and he alerted Harry. Good job, Dumbledore. It is. He so you'd say that's a heroic act. I would. Uh, he... He really was trying to figure out how to take down Voldemort. He was really opposing him. He was going and seeing what needed to be done. So, yeah, I think so. Do you don't think it's heroic or you just wanted to make sure? No, I just want to make sure okay. that, you're, that you and I are on the same page here. Okay. He died for the cause it, to, the, to the point where he even planned his own death. Yep. I mean, that, that to me is really probably the biggest heroic act. I mean, we've talked about, we, we've said in the past that we are both believers in Jesus Christ. Right. And I mean, that, the, you know, in, in the Bible, that's that's the number one thing you can do is lay down your life I for agree. another. And he, he did that. So I think that's that's big. And, and like I said, the fact that he even planned it, he knew it was coming, he knew it had to come. Right. And now he knew he was going to die anyways. But I still, I don't think that takes away from it. Scott, it sounds like you really are leaning hero here. Um, I, I'm pointing out some heroic moments for sure, and and some of them are very big. I don't think they can be ignored in all, in the grand scheme of things. I think we have to talk about them. Now we haven't gotten to the to the villain, and again, I'm saying villain. I really should say bad acts or cloudy. Suspect acts gray, gray, yeah. But if you want to use the same term that that J.K. Rowling used about Snape, yes, she yeah. said Snape was all gray, and, and gray's a good term. But I don't, but Dumbledore is definitely not all gray. No, so I would agree. He's. I would argue, and this. Let me just put my cards on the table. You're going to have to convince me that Dumbledore. I mean, I get Dumbledore is. He has. He does makes mistakes for yeah. sure. He does some things that seem suspect to me, but overall, I would argue he's a hero. I know that sort of goes to our third segment, but I want to hear you try to defend, try to convince me otherwise. Okay. Uh, I think I, I've got an argument. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Let's, let's keep, let's, let's yeah, keep digging let's into so, some of the things that Dumbledore has done. I've got two more under heroic. And we, we could go all day about it. I mean, he does a lot of great things, of course. But I've got two more. One, and this is a big one. He believes in those who no one else would. I think of Hagrid. think of Lupin. I mean, we could go on and on with those as well. Right. Serious. Snape, even. Snape, absolutely, yeah. And that that's big. I mean, I, mean, I think that's why people like Hagrid hold him in such high regard. I mean, Hagrid, Dumbledore can do no wrong to Hagrid. Right. He's very like. loyal. He inspires yeah. loyalty among people. And I, and I think that says a lot about him. Absolutely. Yes. So that, that's big. The last one, and this one I, I kind of found interesting. I read this today. Dumbledore giving Neville points for standing up to friends. Yeah. 
and I say this because now we can look back in retrospect knowing all that we know. Right. That's important because Dumbledore had a hard time standing up to Grindelwald. Yep. And so he sees how hard that really is. He saw, like, that was not an easy thing for Neville to do, especially as a kid. But but Neville, you know, stood up to his friends, and he he saw that, and he wanted to acknowledge that. And I and I, I think that's that's big. And I kind of I just like that connection. You know, really be able to go back and look at look back at that now. So yeah, any thoughts? Any other heroic moments that stand out to you, or anything you want to add to that? I think the the decision to choose a life in academics knowing himself he knew himself so well yeah that and he could have been the ministry of minister of magic multiple times over oh absolutely yeah but he knew where it would lead him and that's what one of the things that separates him from a villain because a villain would say yeah i want power and i'm going to do whatever i've got to do to keep to get it and to keep it that's to me what separates a hero from a villain we we see selflessness in dumbledore in a way that we don't see quite as much selfless, selflessness how we compare. Oh, my goodness. Sibilant sounds are str- I'm struggling with sibilant, sibilant sounds today. I'm just glad it's not S- just me. S sounds. Okay. Hmm. I as was talking Snape. about Snape. Yeah. Who was not very selfless. He's very selfish. Right. And not to say Dumbledore is never selfish. However, if we want to compare motivations, we're comparing the motivation of Snape, whom we talked about last week, with the motivation of Dumbledore, we see a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. Snape's motivation is, in my opinion, and this has made rub people, people the wrong way, our five listeners, hopefully it's more than five, but his motivation is selfish, ultimately selfish, because it's yes. wanting Lily. He always wants Lily. He has this obsession with Lily, yeah. which is ultimately a selfish desire, but Dumbledore's desire is to destroy Voldemort. Yeah. And that's, and save the wizarding ward and thus save the wizarding world. Yeah. I I agree. I think we have much more of an argument for a hero with Dumbledore other than Snape. I I don't think there's any question there. Right. But Dumbledore definitely has some gray that we have to discuss, that we have to talk about. Uh, I mean, there's some there's some suspect things. I didn't have this one down, but this one just came to me. So, go I, for I it. I think I'm I'm I've got the wand against my head. I'm pulling out memories like I'm putting them in the pensive. But, okay, yeah, I'm getting nerdy. I know it's okay. It's okay, guys. Now you, you say pensive. I do. I thought it was pensive or something like that. Well, I don't know. I've heard it said in multiple ways. Because the word pensive is like P-E-N-S-I-V-E, right? Pensive. I guess, I'm yeah. feeling pensive, thoughtful, kind of pensive. I, I wanna melancholy. Say I want to say, well, I don't know. Well, I've got another one i got to look up. People are, I mean, you know, it's okay. I think it's spelled differently. It, no, yeah, I think it's I-E-V-E. Something like that. Yeah, so I don't know what to find out. We'll, we'll okay. look that one up as well. Let's move on. But this one just came to me. I mean, you hired Gilderoy Lockhart as your defense against the That's rough. That's that's pretty bad. That's to me that. But again, why does he hire Gilderoy? So, I actually read recently, and I think this was on Pottermore, that he hired him, basically wanting to out him as a fraud. I mean, that was his intent, which I I can say okay, I get. 
but you're playing with kids' futures here. And okay, you can say, well, they have one year with a bad defense against Dark Arts teacher, but I don't know. I don't think you play with kids. You don't. You don't use kids as a. I don't know what the right word is, but it's just I don't think that's the place. You don't put the education of students behind your desire to out someone as a fraud. No, I'd say that's a pretty selfish act. I would agree. But so, I would argue that knowing Dumbledore, I'm again, I'm not a not a huge fan. I've read the books twice. Yeah. And seen the movies many times. That doesn't I suppose that makes me a fan, but not that's, a huge uh, fan. No, definitely. But knowing what I know about Dumbledore, I think he probably had a different reason. He probably had a deeper reason. And I don't know if there was some sort of, because I forget exactly, it's been a while since I read that book. But I'm wondering if there was some reason that he was he was protecting something or someone. Maybe he was trying to protect Gilderoy or he was trying to protect some sort of information from getting out. Because let me bring up a counterpoint to okay. your idea. I'm listening. I can't recall her name, and maybe you'll remember, but the divination Ah, Sybil Trelawney. Right, Sybil Trelawney. Yes. He hired Sybil, yep. knowing she was effectively a fraud, not completely a fraud, but knew that she was not a very good teacher, but he hired her to protect her. Let me give you a counterpoint to that counterpoint. Ah, a counter-counterpoint? Uh, yes, a counter-counterpoint. I think he knows that the art of divination, for the most part, not fully, within the Harry Potter realm, is a fraud to begin with. Okay. And so you can play you can, you can can play with that a little bit. You can say, I mean, I, and I, I agree, he did hire her to protect her, to protect, protect that information. But I think that's a subject where you can say, yeah, I can do this. Because you either have the gift or you don't, I think. I mean, I yeah. don't think you can be taught it. He said it's a joke anyway, so it doesn't matter who my hire. Yeah. But defense against the dark arts is a pretty serious subject. It is. And and now I've also heard, maybe I've read that, I, I don't remember, why, but I want to say I've read that he had no other choice. Like, there were no other candidates. Nobody else would take the job. Of course, because it's cursed. I mean, everybody right. stays in it one year. And so maybe, I mean, if, if that's solely the purpose, then okay, you had well, no choice. And here's another option. Who knows exactly how it went down, but Gilderoy was so proud and arrogant, and he had so much bravado, he might have found out that the Defense Against the Dark Arts position was available yeah. and just rushed himself into Dumbledore's office and said, hire me, I'm, I'm the man for the job. And Dumbledore's looking around, sticks his head out into the, hallway to see if there's anybody else there waiting for the job he says all right big guy you asked for it you're getting an opportunity i could see that happening i can see that happening but again you're playing with kids futures and that's where my issue runs in but the other point is at some point you don't have any other options oh and that's what i'm saying if you have no other options then okay right that's, that's what i'm that's saying yeah, that's okay. my idea is that i'm what i this is obviously something i've never read this yeah i'm just imagining a situation and i could see this in situation. which it went down yeah and Gilderoy blusters in and with his cape and everything. Yeah. With a flourish of his cape and just says, hey, hire me. I'm the guy. I can do it. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he wants to try to prove himself for real. Who knows exactly what Gilderoy's motivations were. Although probably to try to make himself even more famous and rich. Yeah. Because he was that way. And to be seen. Right. And that's a highly coveted position. Maybe not coveted, but it's a prestigious 
position. It's definitely a launching point, probably, I would think. Well, maybe to more fame. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what Gilderoy wants? He probably wanted to become the Minister of Magic one oh, day. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. He probably could have gotten it, too, at some point, had he not been exposed. He was popular. I don't know how they choose the Minister of Magic. I don't think it's by voting, but... I don't know. I just know Dumbledore was offered the he position. He was asked, so yeah, they don't vote, I guess, but... All right, I think we've hit, I think appointed. we beat that horse enough because it's a minor thing, but I do think Gilderoy Lockhart being defense against dark arts. What else do you have? Up. All right, is that all you got, Scott? Oh no, ignoring Harry during Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, now, he, he did that a, for a reason, though. Okay, but I was just about, my next my next note there was he had his reasons, but it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll go back to motivation. His motivation ultimately was was good, but he right, he, you know, he, was, so, he so wanted I'm, to protect I, Harry. He did. But he was wrong. He was wrong. He made a mistake, and so and he admit, I think he admits his mistake. He realizes he he's does. wrong. But I think you've got to have better judgment. You're over a hundred. You're almost 150 years old. I mean, he should know better. He probably yeah. lost count. He pro- probably did. All right. He asked teenagers many, many times to do very dangerous things. Right. I was actually thinking about that. He said something to the effect of, "I once, Harry, I'm, I must once again ask too much of you." Yeah. And I do feel like he certainly manipulates people. He is oh, manipulative, absolutely. and not to the level that that Voldemort or Snape are manipulative, but he certainly manipulates people in situations. I would I would say he he really uses people as pawns. I mean, they're to pawns an extent, in, yes. in a game. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, not maybe not. He fully, uses but people. He does. He uses them. Now, again, he's using them. For what he believes is the greater good, I'm kind of going back to his younger years, right. and obviously the greater good he believed in back then was different than what he believes in now. So his 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 motivation is correct, but his means are very off base. And and I talked okay. a lot about motivation. You got an example episode. for his means? Because I don't I haven't heard a specific example of his means being off base. Okay, well one of the points I have later. Is he he kept Harry alive to die at the right time, right? And again, I know yeah. like you've got to stop. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, and I know like ultimately, like it's got to happen if, if Voldemort's going to be stopped. But he's a kid. You you raised him knowing like this is this is what he's got to do. But how do you go about doing that in a way that's okay? I don't know. Is but it, but but I'm but at the end of the day, I don't think I could do that. Morally. Then Voldemort lives, and he goes around and takes over the wizarding world and kills how many thousands with his... You're going to give me a little bit of the... I gave you an option to do the Avada Kedavra right there. You know, I, I should have, but my mind, my mind is just... Avada Kedavra! There it is. No, no, there uh. it is. It's almost like the Jar Jar. <laughs> it's it's worse than the Jar Jar, and it's not a very good... I need to work on this, this impression a little bit. but And just so you all know, he's been holding the Elder Wand this whole time. I have been. and I, I really enjoy it. it. It's got a nice weight to it. It really it feels, <laughs> it feels nice in the hand. It, There's our ad right there. There we go. I love it. If you haven't been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, go. It's amazing. But okay, but I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could raise a child just to, to die. And and again, there's. I mean, there we could we could kind of talk what about this all day. What other option does he have? I'm not asking a kid to die, even if it means Voldemort lives. I'm not asking a kid. And to And Voldemort die. takes over the world and kills thousands and thousands and thousands. Again, I, I, yes. I mean, I know. Like, I get the argument, but I can't. 
Okay. But let's let's just Fair well, you know. Do you ever loop? Do you ever? When do you? When do you loop Harry in? If you decide not to say not to kill him, you're going to say, "Oh, by the way, this guy who wants to kill you, in order for him to die, you have to die." I think I will loop him in a little bit older. I mean, I do think, think eventually he has to be looped in, but yeah, I think he needs to be an adult. Okay. Not at, even even at 17, he's not. I mean, he's been through a lot, but no. Okay. So, uh, we said he asked Harry to do a lot of dangerous things. Which he is left true. Harry in an abusive situation with the Dursleys. With his family, yeah. You That's chose tough. to leave him with the Dursleys. Again, he had his motivations, though. He did, but I, but I can't. Again, you know, we're we're teachers. I, I mean, I'm looking at the situation. I'm going. I can't do that. Well, I, the other option was he's going to be. He's Voldemort's going to kill him. That's the other option. Well, no, Voldemort's not alive at that point. Voldemort's. I mean, well, he one is of alive. Voldemort's followers would find him and kill him potentially. But what? But but you you say that, but they didn't when he come out. Finally, came out in the public eye when he went to Hogwarts. But what, my understanding, my understanding is he's still protected at that point. Somewhat. He was still protected. He's going to the he's going to the the Wizarding World Cup. He's going to the Weasleys. Now hold no. on just a second. Okay, all right. Hold all on. Right. I'm trying to make a point here. You get me all riled up. That's good. My understanding now this could be wrong, but my understanding was that there was that the magic that was protecting Harry, the ma- the, the magical protection at the Dursleys. Right. Yes. Was there for Harry all the time, no matter where he was. It was. It was. Yeah. As long as he could say that his home, well, was with family. It was not wherever he was, but it was when he was at the Dursleys. Really? I thought it was a protection that was okay. on him all well, the we're time. We're gonna have to look this up too. But I want to say it was. He was just protected at the Dursleys. Hmm. And once he left, but he didn't worry because when he left, ninety-nine percent of the time okay. he was at Hogwarts. I might have just misunderstood it. I could be wrong too. I mean, I you know this we, we've. I, there's a lot of things to know within the Harry Potter world. Of course. And it's, you know, we, like I said, we're fans, but we're not, a, I don't know. We're Yeah. But there's just, there's a we, lot. We're we fans of other podca- things too. We do have a podcast about it. We, well, it's not just about it. We, we've got, we're That's fans true. of a lot of, you know, there's a lot of information out there. We, we're still learning, guys. It's okay. Forgive us. Oh, what I could Okay. That's the um, last one. No, no. There's, there'll be at least one more. I'm taking the wand away after um, that one. You know what? Baltimore can use... His spells without a wand, so you can take the wand. It doesn't stop the wizard. Hmm. All right. He let Snape teach young children. <laughs> that is bad. Knowing that, I, I would argue he's abusive. Yeah, he's a bully. For and sure. so, you guys, when we say abusive, obviously we're not talking about physical abuse. As far as we know, I mean, there's no physical abuse of the. It's emotional. Before. Yes, abuse. But, but that's abuse. Absolutely. It is so. It doesn't justify it. No. So I think, you know, that, that's a big issue for me. He wasn't an honest person. I agree. And and again, was he blatantly lying? No. But he gave lots of half-truths for his own benefit. And, 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 and we talked about one of the heroic things was he told her about the Horcruxes. He sure as heck didn't tell him enough, and that's one of the villainous again yeah. for the sake of. Well, that's one of the gray areas. Why didn't you give Harry the, the information he really needed? I don't understand, I, and I still don't understand that. What was the motivation behind that? Because we can say, yeah, there's a motivation behind a lot of things. That one to me, like Harry needs to know this. You know, you're about to die. You don't know it specifically, but you know you're dying soon. You got to give him everything you have. Write it in a book and say, here you go, or I don't know, but it, it, he needs it. 
I, I don't, I don't understand that in particular. Who knows exactly what was going on? Who knows? Maybe he was distracted. I'm not necessarily trying to defend Vol, uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> this reminds me of that time when I said, we kept saying Anakin instead of Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He let kids go into the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. Knowing like that we got issues. There's something out here is eating, killing unicorns. You let little first years, what are they, seven, eight? Is that right? They're 11. 11? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, I knew that. I knew that. Now that you say that, I'm like, yeah. Come yeah. on, They man. were 11. Come Still, on, you man. let 11-year-olds. Are you kidding me? Oh, you and your Seinfeld references. That crappy show. But no. Okay, it's okay. It's good. I really, I want to Avada Kedavra you right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold it, hold it back a little bit. Because I think I might mean it this time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, he just, he, he. Again, that's one of the dangerous things, I guess, he he let kids do, but that's a problem. So, there are others, I'm sure. He's flying fast and loose, man, with some of those policies. He is. And and again, I know there's always motivation, but I don't I don't always think the ends justify the means. Could he have stopped the kids from going into the woods? Well, he sent them there for detention. I mean, oh, maybe yeah. not him specifically. That's true. But they went there for detention. So, right. yeah, it wasn't like, no, of course, if kids are sneaking off into the Forbidden policy. Forest. Yeah, if kids are sneaking off there, then okay, that's one thing. I'm yeah. not blaming Dumbledore for that, but you let him go in there for detention. I know he wasn't necessarily dealt out that specific detention, but come Dumbledore on. Dumbledore strikes me as the one who is a very hands-off kind of leader. He is, which which I can appreciate to an extent. He was going to say, okay, I'm going to let them handle this. I'm going to let the teacher handle this how they want. Yeah. If the teacher wants to send them to detention out in the forbidden forest, then go for it. I, that's kind of the that's kind of the feeling that I have. And he also probably, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Hagrid go with them? Yeah, he trusted Hagrid. So it's like he sent Hag. He's like, ah, oh, Hagrid's he with him. Hagrid he's gonna be fine. Harry. Let him go on a flying motorcycle. I, I mean, that's that. Hagrid that's an, proves to be a trustworthy guy. Hagrid is absolutely trustworthy. I'm not. I'm not doubting the trust in Hagrid. But we've seen Hagrid is also a very clumsy individual. And but over so, the course of the series, Hagrid proves to be very trustworthy. I agree, and I would love to have Hagrid as my friend. I would love to have Hagrid as somebody who I could confide in. I'm not letting him take my baby on a flying motorcycle. True. So, you know, I, I mean... But it worked out. It did, it did. Which, you know, the fun reference to the flying motorcycle being Sirius Blacks, if you go back and read the first book yeah. again. You know, that, yeah. That, yeah, but okay. So... I'm not going to call Dumbledore a villain, of course. I, I don't think he fits are that Are we at moving all. now to, to segment number three? We are. We are. Welcome to segment number three. Here we go. Here's another ad. I got nothing. All right. I'm not going to call him a villain, but I'm not quite going to call him a hero either. Ah. Oh, so, a here we go. Road. I was reading today about something, and this is apparently a thing. Maybe you know about this. An anti-hero. Oh, yes. I've heard of an anti-hero. Okay. Anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. So, I've got two definitions here of anti-hero. Go for it. Oh, I'm liking this. First one. A central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes. And the one example they gave that I thought fit really well, Jack Sparrow. Yes. I think, I think yeah. I think he's, Anti-hero. He's, yeah, I think right. he's great. He's a villain. He is. But he's the hero of the, but he's of the, the hero. series. Yeah. The other... One is an anti-hero or anti-heroine, because of course you can't leave out the females, but I think we could, I'm not even going there, is a main character in a story who lacks conventional heroic qualities and attributes such as idealism, courage, and morality. 
Read that one again for me. An antihero or her- antiheroine heroine, is a main character in a story who lacks conventional heroic, heroic qualities and attributes such as idealism, courage, and morality. Okay. I don't think that one fits him as much, but I, I think that first definition. So you think he's not a hero, not a villain. No, I think he's an, an anti-hero. anti-hero. I think I think he, I think that if we're gonna have to label him, I think that one fits him the best personally. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what what would so have I do I have I convinced you that he's a that he's an anti-hero and not a hero? You're trying to convince me that he's not a hero. Yeah. So you're basically saying that this is that our our setup was what is the logical fallacy? I forgot what it is. Saying something, effectively, though, is saying something is an either-or when it's not really an either-or. Yeah. You can yeah. be a third option. I think I'm throwing a third option out there. Whether <laughs> Yeah, I think it makes sense. I, I don't know that I'd call him an anti-hero in the classic sense, because yeah. an anti-hero is the main character of a story who it has so many flaws that he can't really be considered a hero. For like a Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow is a good example because he's the main character of the story. But you you can't really call him a hero because he he's he's morally suspect. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I think if you're going, I would I would grant anti-hero. I just decided. Okay. See, there we go. But I would lean hero. I feel I feel like he's got enough. And looking back at that. Well, I I think definition. That's why I like anti-hero because it doesn't say they're not a hero. They are a hero. It's just they've got some other qualities that they do. Maybe yeah, it's a little more iffy. It's a little question. bit they're not they don't fit the mold perfectly. Right? Okay, and so I think that's ultimately where I would have to land again if if you have to label him because he's definitely not a villain. Maybe he just even though he has labeling. Some bad qual. Well, don't label him. You know, I'm a labeler. Are you? Yes, I am. So yeah, I'm are you say. laminated? You know the little laminated things, the little yeah, sticky. Do you have you are you, do you have the stickiness already applied? No, no, I don't have that adhesive applied. <laughs> adhesive, that's right. That's the there word I want. Yeah. No, but I, I, I just think you're not self-adhesive. I'm not self-adhesive. I no. couldn't, I couldn't help myself. No. Oh gosh, here we go. We are. This is you've got Our, the one pointed at me now. <laughs> we're back down to, to three listeners. We've lost two of them. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I just. I, I, I can't quite call him the hero, and and I'm and I can much I'm much more likely to call him a hero than Snape. You know, we talked about Snape last week. If you're not listening, go back and listen. But I can't. I just can't quite do it. As much as okay. he's close, and I want to, but that's why I just think anti-hero fits. Very cool. The final decision of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is Dumbledore is an anti-hero. Well, we came to a conclusion last last time we didn't. I mean, I think we said he wasn't either. He's gray, but we, I mean, we, we were right. able to deflect uh, J.K. Rowling there. Snape leans villain. I agree. Even though he has some pretty heroic acts as well. Dumbledore leans hero. He does. Because without Dumbledore, you, oh, he, without he, Dumbledore saves the, he dies to save the wizarding world, just like... He does. That's what J.K. Rowling said about Snape. Snape died to save the wizarding world. He does. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm big on motivation. Yeah. And I like Dumbledore's motivation better, as of much course. as Dumbledore has some crappy motivations on some other things. I think I have to, I have to say his motivation is much better than his things. ultimate motivation. Yes, is protection of the people he cares about, and even people he doesn't like. Oh, absolutely! And he wants to protect people he doesn't necessarily like. I feel like he wants to protect he, people, all people. Yeah, except I think, Voldemort. 
I think the heart is always in the right place with Dumbledore. Yeah. It's it's the method that I have an issue with a lot right. of times. The means. Yeah. The ends, you don't disagree with his ends. No. But you disagree with his means. I do. So yeah, I think that's a good place to land. I think we I think we kinda That's good. Yeah. As always. Or do you have anything else to add? I, I did I... want to say something. Okay, go. Because we have not made we have not made an appeal to people to put some reviews yes. on the different uh, podcasting formats. That's not the right word. What would be the platforms? Podcast? Platforms. Yes. Thank you, Scott. So if you would, whichever platform you use, whether it be Amazon, Google, Spotify, Apple. I don't think you can actually leave reviews on Spotify. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I, I would say let's if we if you're only going to do one, let's let's push Apple. for Apple. Apple's, Apple's, it's it's yeah. more important on an Apple. And even if it's not a good review, we'd love to hear it. No, I'd rather that in an email. <laughs> <laughs> Still, the reviews show no, that people are listening. They're engaging with what we're doing. So if you haven't yet done that, we'd love that you would subscribe if you haven't subscribed. We'd yeah. love – if you're listening to this, you probably have subscribed, maybe. But if you haven't given us a review, we'd love to hear from you in the review. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter, on Instagram, our email. Our email, Scott. Give it to Wizard us. Wizard versus Jedi podcast at gmail.com. Wizard versus Jedi podcast is also our Twitter and Instagram. I, I say handle. I don't know if handle is the correct, but that's our, our name. You can find us on those platforms with Wizard versus Jedi podcast. Thank you all for listening. I think that's it, Scott. Oh, what a good opera. Oh, what a way to end.